Matthew is an expert in consumer behavior and trends discovery. This passion has led him to open broader opportunities to share his knowledge and insights from Pinterest beyond his day-to-day job. I love this analogy so much, which is almost on, if we look at things like Meta, uh, on those platforms, you're showing that you went to a party, right? You're posting pictures, yes. you go, I was at a party. And if you look at things like Snapchat and Twitter, you're telling people, I'm at the party. Right right now, I'm at the party. Yes. On Pinterest, you're planning that party. I think a really great way for like new brands to like start exploring, start exploring who is their customer base on Pinterest. We're very much known as the inspiration platform, but we're just as much shopping as we are inspiration now. I love the fact that now you can check and see the prices and then to a point of budget, like you can plan much better make that whole seamless purchase journey a lot easier okay this is uh, very much like my sweet spot so okay, uh, i didn't know that <laughs> hi everyone i'm mara genovese i'm the founder and president of Emerging power global integrated marketing agency and welcome to our influencer marketing uncover podcast Today we've we have with us at our MG studio in London, the head of partnership at Pinterest UK, Matthew Siberry. Did I get it right? Yeah, very Amazing. Good. Matthew is an expert in consumer behavior and trends discovery. This passion has led him to open broader opportunities to share his knowledge and insights from Pinterest beyond his day-to-day job. As my co-host for today's episode, another expert when it comes to trends and user behavior, our senior paid media manager, Beatrice. Welcome, Be. Thank you. What a pleasure, Myra. Thank you for having me today for this interesting episode to talk about a platform I love so much. Matthew, apart from being a Pinterest guru, he's also a monthly columnist for Idol Home Magazine, where he shares insights into style and trends driven by how UK consumers are using Pinterest. Welcome, Matthew, to Influencer Marketing Uncovered Podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. And thank you so much for having me on. Amazing. We're going to talk all things about Pinterest. But you're a big user, right? I'm a big pinner. I actually found out my first board was actually seven years ago. But seven think, years ago okay yeah. but i've definitely been on the platform a lot longer but i think that was the last board i had it deleted so <laughs> mine is since 2011. that's that's early days yes that's because really i was like i was planning my wedding mm. and then i remember so i wanted to have an inspo for my wedding and i was doing all back in brazil so i was already living here but my wedding was in brazil and uh and i want to have a lavender decoration and i remember yeah. like where i'm gonna find inspo and then pinterest came love that and then i still have my wedding board yeah uh, is there did yes. it did it come true like did the board look like the yes wedding? it did amazing. yes it did so it was, a, it was a great inspo but matthew amazing that you're here we're gonna have a lot to discuss a lot to talk because i think there's so much that we can uncover around pinterest right yeah. but to start with Let's start with your journey. So since like we have Pinterest now for two years. Two years now. Yeah. So how it started, what do you do there in terms of like brand partnerships? Tell a little bit about your story with Pinterest. Yeah, sure. So so I joined Pinterest, yeah, about two years ago. Uh, and I came in to look after a lot of our home decor clients and looking at their kind of marketing strategies, how they best show up on Pinterest 
how they engage with pinners. So I'm going to use the word pinners, pinners. a lot. So okay. pinner, pinner is someone who uses Pinterest. Okay. So Bea, you're, you're a pinner. That's how I choose okay. to identify. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> um, so, so I, and I think a big attraction for me coming to Pinterest was not only kind of my own personal interest in interior design and in and chairs and stuff like that. It's also like the insights that Pinterest provides. Like as a platform, it's fascinating how how users use it and what we can kind of learn about people yeah. in terms of what people are searching for how people are decorating their homes designing outfits it's such a intention heavy platform it just really appealed to me and then the other side of it is social is a bit scary sometimes it's not yeah, great sometimes, you yeah. know sometimes it's like we know that there is a bit of a like this kind of race to the bottom of the brainstem type thing where we all get sucked into scrolling through TikTok and Instagram. Yes. I do it just as much as anyone else. But it's, I think, coming to a platform like Pinterest just hailed so much positivity and so much intention and so much about helping people realize their dreams, right? And I think that that really appealed to me, especially in like two years ago, we were coming out of pandemic and, and all of this sort of stuff. And I, and I just think... Our, our social and tech diets are like they're not the most healthy yes. and I think I wanted to be part of something that I felt like was healthy and was an addition to people's lives um like sometimes and, and actually a friend of mine just described Pinterest as like if you if you imagine your like most like perfect healthy day like you wake up early have a big glass of like warm water maybe you have like a a chai bowl of something and you go to the gym and then you go on your Pinterest and you you like you do a bit of vision boarding you think about what you want in life and you you create that and all of those sorts of things like it's kind of part of that healthiness right nice. and actually we do find that when people take social media diets which is also what it's called really cool. where essentially they're going right I'm not on Instagram for a week I'm cutting off TikTok for, for a couple of weeks um Pinterest always tends to stay on because of the nature of the platform, right? It's still, it's not something that, that you needed sucks to you in. Cut, yes. It's exactly that. And our biggest thing, and, and we talk to both advertisers and, and users about this, is that we, we want people on the platform and then we want them to get off and go do what they've been planning, right? Interesting. So I think that's that was really important to me. So that's kind of how I came to be. I love that you always said about like intention. Yeah. Because it is a platform that you go with an intention, right? Yeah. So, because to your point, yes, when we go to TikTok and Instagram, it's all about scrolling yeah. and, you know, checking what the people are doing or, you know, there's not much of like an intention, what I am there, right? Mm. And then you get influenced by influencer or for, by peers of what they're doing. And then, you know, you start researching around that subject that actually influenced you when you're scrolling. But like Pinterest, my own experience is like when I go to Pinterest, exactly, I love the word, it's with the intention. I know what I'm going to the platform because yeah. I know what I'm looking for. I know what are my boards, what I'm creating. And it's exciting because the platforms also help you to create. As soon as you start putting your vision board, the platform gives you insight. How can exactly. you continue to build that? And I think that is the is the fascinating part yeah. about Pinterest, right? So how does the algorithm Pinterest works? If you can tell us a little bit more about it, because it's different from other platforms, right? From Instagram and, and Facebook and TikTok. 
So how does it work? How does can be so tailored and personalized to our dream, our visions yeah, when we yeah. go to the platform? Well, I think it's exactly kind of what you said there around intention, right? It, it, it like the the in, ins and outs of various kind of like machine learning and AI and whatever else that, that our platform and every other platform has kind of embedded in it. Um, I think the the key to it is that we're not our algorithms thing and things like that aren't trying to kind of keep you looking at the same things or entertain you in the same way yeah. like we see on other things. When you're on Pinterest and you have such intention, you're searching for something very specific. You, you tend not to, which I sometimes do with Instagram Reels, which I just stick on Instagram yeah. Reels and I just go, right, what's, what's happening? Mm -hmm. And I don't do that. When I'm on there, I search for particular things. Could it, like, it, it can be men's leather jacket outfit inspiration. Right, okay, it's yeah. that kind of thing, and and because I'm searching specifically for something, living room inspiration, uh, beauty tips, whatever it may be, I'm only being kind of served pins that uh, that are relevant to relevant that, right? To and so when I start to engage with different pins, maybe maybe it's uh, I start to kind of I really love the look of a green living room. And I'll start engaging with those. Now, it will still keep the search fairly broad. But as I go onto my board, which I've created with pins that I like of green living rooms, that's when it then goes, okay, well, let's find things that are similar to kind of green Should living rooms, right? Them. And let's give more content that way. So I think it's exactly to your point that you said there. It's it's helping people and, and driving that kind of dream creation, right? And that ultimately is what we what we want. We want... You to dream. design those boards, dream big, think about the things you want, manifest that. Can I and, tell you a secret? Go, go for it. This office, I have my my pins on this office and I search like yellow office. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have all like this office. Yeah. It's very, very like I own to Pinterest because it helps me a lot because I really had like the vision of how I wanted to have a dream office yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wanted to be yellow, but I didn't want it to be just yellow. So it's like tons of yellow because I want to give the personality. And then I went to Pinterest and, uh, and yeah, so I still oh, have wow. like, it's because now you're talking about intention and dreams mm. coming through. And then I'm, I'm thinking about my own experience. <laughs> now I had the wedding and I have the office and still yeah. my home. So yeah. it's, uh, Pinterest, it's, you're uh, welcome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but it's like, cause you, you don't stop to thinking like, but now listening to what you're saying, it's just yeah. like, it's so through, yeah. right? Yeah. There, there's one thing I love about Pinterest is that so so we're often defined in so many different categories yeah um some people would define us as like visual search engine which we very much are others can define us kind of in a social media category and, and whatever else which again that they are kind of yep. from a from an advertising perspective kind of competitors in that space from from a perspective of users your your boards that you create around your wedding or this office you can make them public you can share them with your friends you can add collaborators and whatever else to them but really they're just there for you. Yeah. So it's not, this isn't, this isn't social media per se, it's, it's personal media, right? And that's what the power of kind of Pinterest is, is that it's, it's not you in the eyes of others. It's just you and it's your dreams. And it's your dream. And then you can, with your dreams, you can inspire others to achieve your dreams through Pinterest. We can create a campaign here. How <laughs> Pinterest, you know, help me to achieve my dreams and how can we inspire it? 
you know, people to actually go to a manifestation board on Pinterest. Like we can create a a, a campaign <laughs> here for you guys. But let, let's talk about like, then I wanted to link like Pinterest and with paid media because like as the nature of what we do here at MG Power, we work with a lot of clients that, you know, we work with them on strategy for influencer marketing, for paid media, for IRL activations. So Pinterest, it's, it's when it comes to added the platform within the context of a brand strategy it's we can see that this is, is growing a lot so but when it comes to paid how 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 does brands and paid what's the best work format and how brands can engage and understand yeah. more about based on all your experience via with our clients and just get you know Matthew to give us a little bit of like overview on these collaborations between brands and pinterest yeah yeah I think where we're seeing a lot of success with our own brands on Pinterest, I think is really down to like the granularity that you can target on Pinterest. I think mm -hmm. the beauty of like that social media channel versus say your TikToks, your Instagrams is my personal favorite, which is like the keyword targeting because it's so granular. And like, I think you've both touched on about it being like personal media. I think what's more personal than literally targeting someone based on what they're looking for. And I yeah. think it's a really unique way that you're able to like perforate that world of you know you're looking for something how can a brand appear in a way that's really like earnest and authentic but then also because it's still like an advertising world it's like we yeah. want to like make sales mm -hmm. but really be really like true to yourself and i think pinterest is one of those platforms where brands really appear like at the right time at that right moment to convert the consumer to either add your brand product to their board or just really increase your like purchase journey so i think we're in like a really exciting journey with pinterest as a brand for mg empower but I think working with a lot of like hair care, but then also like homeware as well, it's a really nice way to see how we as MG and Power can really like push some of our brands, maybe not necessarily within like that home space a lot further. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think the the great thing for brands on Pinterest and, and I, if I take us, if we go back to 2010 when Pinterest started, yeah. right? And, and this platform that was there essentially for you to, take images from the internet that you liked and save them onto the thing, it, yeah. right? And, and what then happened is people were engaging with Pinterest and finding all these amazing inspirational images and it was continually building and it was this really amazing visual search engine. But then people would find this thing. It would be like, oh, I love this. Where do I buy it? Yeah. I can't, when I click on it, it's just a, it's someone's blog. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just this webpage that's, that's not there like anymore. And, and, and so I think what, what's happened since then is it's just become so much more sophisticated and brands are additives yeah, on Pinterest. That's are. the really important thing to remember for any brand who's looking to be on Pinterest is that, and it, it all, again, always relates back to intention. If I'm searching for living room ideas, I'm going to buy something in my living room, yes. right? I'm not, I'm, I'm not there just to kind of just because browse. i like yes yeah. uh, right and and the, and and now like the, the the digital landscape like i can consume content in any other way literally. but can i curate what i want in my house and and begin to visualize it so that i can then go buy it no that only happens really on pinterest and the the other advantages that we have is that on pinterest the feed isn't a single image every time no and so some may say, oh, it looks a bit busy and stuff like that. But actually, it's really done on purpose and because as you're scrolling through, okay. the ads that you're receiving are, are, are all part of it. They're and related all to what you're assertion. Exactly. We're not, we're not interrupting you while you're going through your friend's feed 
or or while you're trying to laugh and consume content in the morning with a cup of coffee like we're we're there at the moment people are in the mindset of i need something and i guess the biggest advice that we give to brands is when you're thinking about t- showing up on pinterest show up in a way that you're going to help people right be there like and 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 that is across everything sometimes people go oh, maybe sale messaging doesn't work or maybe things like that it really does because if i'm there if i'm there looking at decking because it's summer's around the corner actually if there's suddenly i don't know b&q shows up and it's 20% off decking well that's you actually great stop and okay i'm going to like yeah. they're all going to be a part of it right and i think that there are every platform will tell you this right yeah. is that they're kind of this full full suite solution they can do the full fun or the awareness consideration shopping whatever else we can do that we too. can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> but i but i i mean that in a sense of and a, and a nice journey i kind of like to think about is if i was if i was doing up my kitchen okay that that is a, a fairly long purchase journey now when i start thinking about doing up my kitchen i don't i don't go well, I don't have much money, so so no, let's just do let's let's kind of pull together a scrappy kitchen. No, I go let's let's really like what would my dream kitchen look like? Okay, and that's that kind of awareness space. And actually, at that moment, brands that show up and kind of tell more of those sto- like bigger brand stories, bigger brand stories are going to be really a part of that journey because I'm going to start going. Well, actually, these are brands that can help me do that. And as I move further down that funnel, I begin to realize that okay, my budget is this, and I need actually. The guys, the, the the brands that are showing up at that kind of upper funnel side of thing are always going to be part of that kind of uh, the op- choices, of, choices of where, of I, where brand, I ship, yeah. right? And then if we get even further down to that, which is a really big thing on Pinterest, which is we're very much known as the inspiration platform, but we're just as much shopping as we are inspiration now. And that's a big shift that we've taken. We've and taken I think it's just... we've seen so much success there because ultimately, exactly to your point, which is, Okay, I see pins. This looks great, but I can't get it. Where I can get it. Now it, the, is, yeah, it is now so there. different now. It's so different. It's yeah. so different. It's very smart. Because if I, if I liked, I clicked, and I can see price, then yeah. I go like, mm, but maybe this is not within the, you know, my budget. So maybe this one is going to have to be removed from my vision board. Or, or it's just there as a as a vision an idea but so i I love the fact that now you can check and see the prices and then to a point of budget like you can plan much better because then you know what you like what's the range that it costs and when there was that transition of like going to be able to click and i I think it's been it's been in the works for a while i think only in the last two years we've really ramped up and and there are um i can't remember exactly where the study is but it really shows how how quickly Pinterest shopping is growing versus pretty much everyone else, which is kind of almost flat, if not decreasing. And in terms of category within Pinterest, which mm. one is the most successful? Is the homeware? Homeware is where everyone's mind goes to. Okay. Right. It's it's an obvious one. When it, if you ask anyone who's doing up the house, just like yourself, right? English Pinterest. It's you you, you start it's Pinterest, no right? But interestingly. Huge categories in beauty, Indeed, in that's fashion, what I was about to say. right? Like it, they are so big across across everything we do there. I think there are really exciting things, and brands are doing exciting stuff because I think I often talk about we, we all have those friends who are just dressed perfectly all the time. Yes, like they have just the most amazing outfits. Like you go into their homes, and their homes are amazing. They're out something out of a catalog, right? They're those who are on Pinterest. And if we talk about fashion, they're curating those outfits on their boards, on right? Their they're boards, building yes. summer outfits. And and 
the, the other thing we talk about is like moments are generally made on Pinterest, right? If we think about birthdays, summer, hol the holidays, whatever it is, they're planned on Pinterest, right? You'll, yeah. you'll eventually see them on Instagram or Snapchat and whatever else because you you're wearing Pinterest, them. Yes, yeah. then you go to Pinterest and you start researching more towards that theme. Yeah, so, so we, we talk about if, and it's a, it's a really, I, I love I love this analogy so much, which is almost on, if we look at things like Meta, uh, on those platforms, you're showing that you went to a party, right? You're posting pictures, yes. you go, I was at a party. And if you look at things like Snapchat and Twitter, you're telling people I'm at the party, right? Right now I'm at the party. Yes. On Pinterest, you're planning that party, right? So true. And that that's, again, the mindset that people have to remember kind of especially for businesses who are looking to advertise on Pinterest is that you're capturing people at that moment when they are planning the, planning party, the party right that's really important and then the planning element and again brings me back to my own experience so you plan you execute but the board will always be there for you to remember and I think that's uh, that's very the beauty of Pinterest because you always can go back to great memories right yeah, yeah, yeah. and again we go back to intentions because when I see the, the, the like when I was planning the office and then that made me remind about, about my wedding because the whole my whole board was still there so it's a great platform to bring you back to 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 memories and tell me like a little bit about like the video piece element on Pinterest right because it was Two few years ago, we were just like photos, and now you're doing that element of having be like influencers and brands. Yeah, you can yeah, also yeah. add a video. How, what is the video? How the video format is doing at Pinterest? Mm. And if you think about Pinterest, what's the differentiation about having the photo and the video? And is the video engaging more with a mm. certain demographic, or wanted to? Because there's a lot of questions like when it comes to our clients, and even with the influencer. What's the best direction to go to Pinterest? Shall we continue to do like a, a st static mm. or is the video format is something that we should go for it as well? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. Video has grown a huge, huge wow, amounts on, on Pinterest, right? And it, and it is a very key format that so many brands and creators are using. And I think it's really super engaging. We have format video formats that sit within feed itself. And I think they're great if we're thinking about brands for a moment. There are amazing ways of, of kind of capturing attention. And I think attention and effective reach are, are big, big buzzwords now in, okay. in, in the industry. And I think if we look at attention, we've ran studies with uh, Lumen, which many of the brands like will, will know of. And that's where we've seen things like our max width video format gets essentially more attentive seconds per thousand impressions. Than, wow, did you know that? Yeah, than, than pretty much most of the platforms, including uh, digital display and out of home and things like that. And then if we look at the the cost effectiveness as, as well, it's also significantly more cost effective than things like digital display. So so where, that's where you see video formats really come to their own. Now, the other side of it is what we call idea pins. Now, idea pins are a full video format. So okay. very much similar kind of what you'll see everywhere else and things like that. Um, but they've done amazingly well. And that's a real opportunity for creators to develop bigger content and, and longer form content and tell bigger stories. And ultimately they're called idea pins because they're about, they're for creators to help inspire people with ideas. 
So and and they've done so amazingly well because it's there's these, so many good stuff there. It's such it's such good stuff when people helping people with like recipes, for example. That's another huge huge category on Pinterest, right? Is people like being able to create recipe content and giving step by steps, like oh how you do this, how you do that, how you do this, and showing people that. Not entertaining anyone necessarily in terms of they're not there to tell jokes; they're there to inspire ideas and get people doing things. And those formats do incredibly well as well. Amazing. I think what I like putting my advertiser hat on mm. about the video formats on Pinterest is it's a really perfect blend of like you've got your polished branded content say I'm launching a new washing machine campaign I want to use that max whip video um, asset just to be able to really like shout about how great this campaign is and really hone in on that like real estate on the feed but then also it's a really nice blend of actually I'm a fashion brand let me show you my get ready with me or like how I've styled this asset um, yeah. outfit and I think it's not one of those platforms where you have to make content one particular way because I think there's a really nice seamless blend between like your organic content and your paid content. So finding that like having that freedom actually for a brand to say actually we don't need to change how we're making our content. Actually, let's test and learn. Let's try doing a particular style for one campaign and then also just pivoting there. And I think Pinterest for us as like a media agency has been really good in terms of having that like freedom to test and learn and actually sure. see some like really reactive results so and I think when we stored the launch of like shoppable tags mm. it was like mind-blowing it was like you mean I can run a video static ad on Pinterest someone can click through and then purchase and make that whole seamless purchase journey a lot easier and I think removing that barrier of like okay I have to wait for the website to launch and then all of that fun stuff and like risk losing my like audience was really impressive so I think I'm really excited for like the future video for Pinterest because a, as a consumer, ads to me don't even look like ads. There are many times where I'll be on another social media platform reporting ads because they're just annoying. Mm. But I think on Pinterest, it's actually, it's adding to my life. And I think having that personal media where it blends your dreams and your manifestations, but then also things that can add to your dreams and manifestations are really like great add-on for the future videos. The inspirational content, right? Yeah. That you said is yeah. more about inspiring than trying to sell you something, right? Yeah. I think I think the other thing with inspiration is that sometimes people can think inspiration is the the most out there thing in the world, but it's it's, it's really not. not. It's it's so much smaller, and I think that's where it's it's exciting for brands to turn up, and and the word inspire can be done in such small, unique ways that I think everyone has a kind of place to to turn up and influence purchases. The other thing that we find is that. It's, it's a, it, I think the stat is roughly around 97% of searches on Pinterest are unbranded. So people are always searching undecided. So if we look at any kind of search on any other thing, it's, it's the, they're there to be influenced by brands, right? And that, that's actually a very- They're searching a specifically brand or exactly. product. Like, yeah. pro, like they took the chair, but they're not putting the type of chair yeah, yeah, yeah. or the brand of the chair. So yeah. they're putting like brown chair. Yeah. Okay. They're ready. They're like they are ready to be influenced, right? And that's such an exciting opportunity because it just means that, okay, like I, I want to see things that inspire me and, and brands like show me what you've got. You know, that's the option. And there. this is like because like TikTok, like platform like TikTok, they have the trends, right? Mm. But of course, it's a different type of trends. Does Pinterest works around trends as well? What people are searching more often, and then you go to potential 
partnerships that you do and say this is the trend of the week the trend how does it work with the yeah, trends yeah it's, it's very good this is uh, very much like my sweet spot so okay, uh, I didn't know that <laughs> so, so trends I think what I'll start actually is there is a difference between fads and trends yes and and when when you use the word fad sometimes people think that's a negative thing so we go oh it's a fad right that's not it's not a negative thing it's just it's something that is kind of appears in a in a short space of time and then kind of disappears right mm-hmm. that's a fad a trend is something that lasts so long that it kind of begins to permeate gen- people's general day day to day life right so an example if we talk about tiktok for example dancing on tiktok is a is a trend it's right a trend. it's it it's a culturally it's a lifestyle, it's yes. a lifestyle. that's yeah. exactly it right <laughs> the the type of dance that someone is doing that's a fad it's right because yeah. it will it will it will come and it will go on pinterest because that journey that people take is often so much longer and we're often seeing people search for things maybe it can be days it can be months or it can it can be like quite a long time before that thing is then realized so what we're able to do and and what we do every year around december is we release our predictive trends for the year so that that is where we're essentially saying these are our top trends that we think are going to increase and grow over the next year so and that's so powerful in terms of if if you speak to any brand who wants to activate against something that's like suddenly appeared like it's got to go through this approval and we've got to find the budget to do this yes. and we've got to create this yeah. and we've got to create the content and it's so so difficult, so difficult for brands to jump on trends like that but what we're able to do by looking at like billions of data points in terms of how people are searching and all those sorts of things we're able to go well actually we we predict that these are going to be the big trends and and actually for the last three years, what we've been able to establish is that eight out of 10 of those predictions come true. Wow. Which is, which is really, really big, right? Yes. It's even bigger. So there's, there's, a, there's a fantastic uh, study by a psychologist called, um, a sociologist called Philip Tetlock. And he, he ran a study across around, roughly around like 18 years, working with uh, like hundreds of forecasters and asked them to essentially predict different things and there were experts in their fields to say is will this happen whatever else over that time pretty much what, what kind of came out of it was that it's it's near on impossible to consistently be right with uh, with uh, predicting trends, right trends. and so what kind of roughly came out was about 50 50 like it was right 50 50 it was wrong right which ultimately means nothing because if you can only be it's right not, or wrong it means nothing, it means nothing. okay so five out of ten that's Okay, great. Well, no one cares. But if you can, if you, any platform can tell you using data and whatever else that anything above that it comes true, that's really something that's to listen really to. That's really something. And how do you share this predictable trends to brands? Well, how do we anticipate that? Yeah. So we have this report that comes out in December. Every and it's, year. It, but it's uh, available to everyone. everyone. I can okay. confirm I've read it. Okay, yeah. that's good. So sorry, I didn't know that. But okay, so it is available. It's a, it's a public document that yeah. everyone can have an access. Yeah. Amazing. Because when we plan campaigns, mm-hmm. and we, you talked about like beauty, we, we have a lot of uh, beauty clients and Pinterest became a huge platform for our beauty, beauty brands. And for not just for beauty brands, but for beauty influencers as well. Mm. So both combined. 
and we have some clients and some influencers that are using Pinterest to launch their new products or launch a new, or if they want to become a trend of the like color palette of like mm. a makeup and, and, but, and they are using, cause now I'm just thinking here, do you do want to do the trends? You do the trends across all categories, right? So it's not just specifically for one category of home or beauty. So, so it won't always be across every single category. Okay. It's it's really about listening to the platform and and what is what is going to be trending over the next year. This year, particularly, we actually focused on values. So we actually built trends based on different values. So I think that was particularly interesting in a, in a way that we were able to kind of cut across multiple verticals because more often than not, you'll see a trend permeate multiple verticals. So okay. I can I, so so one one trend is is termed rust married. <laughs> and this is this this is all about uh, like burnt orange is is a big color this year. Burnt orange is such a big color, and it interestingly this was really focused around weddings, right? And actually, a lot of people were using those colors for as a strong color theme within their weddings, bridesmaids dresses, whatever else. But the trend goes so much deeper than that. Rust married is although that's kind of really where we see the the kind of the biggest growth in terms of burnt orange colors yeah people that we see that so much in interiors as well and and, and like color. yeah so so farron ball is a great example of a brand that that launched a beautiful beautiful orange and i'm not saying that's got anything to do with our trends but it's it's exactly the kind of thing that they consumers kind of are looking for in interiors so these trends they're not they're not always completely verticalized it's not always a that is it's a wedding trend just, right okay. it's it's more than that Okay. And that's where I think it gets really, really interesting. Because you talk about orange, but I would talk about pink, because like, the, like the pink, it is is being one of the colors of mm. the this this the year so far. And then when I went back to the makeup, so we have you know clients that have launched like pink lipstick or pink yeah. blush, and then the Valentino as a fashion brand just launched a collection that's fully on pink. Yeah. And then and then like a lot of the talents that we work so they pick back on the pink color yeah. on Pinterest or to launch a new product or to, you know, promote a product that's related to the color. So it's funny that you talk about orange mm. because we talk a lot about pink as well, well that, as, as that, another big trend, especially on Pinterest. That is so perfect. So last year, one of our big predictions, which was probably one of, one of the, the biggest growing trend was dopamine dressing. Dopamine oh, dressing was nice. something we talked about. So, so last year for, yeah, for, the, for 2022, and it's not stopped growing. And I think, so one thing I always remember is obviously we release trends every year. That doesn't mean a trend just, a, drops, just off. drops off. <laughs> it, it is <laughs> done God nothing is not. but explode. And actually, if you search dopamine dressing now through Google, the, 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 the wordage is used by so many brands, publications, everything now. Interestingly enough, what has also happened this year is that, and, and what we do find is that fashion trends turn into home decor trends about a year after they're trending. So yeah, now one of the biggest home decor trends is dopamine decor, love uh, it. which it is like amazing. Home. I love it. So I, so I was in Mexico four weeks ago, Mexican architecture and, and furniture, and it's so bright and bold and amazing. I, I think all of us need to be putting more color in our homes now. I'm absolutely obsessed. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. Think about compet like competitors, other social platform, right? Because we can see like Instagram now. You can save mm. 
your favorite picture image on your you know board and creating your and now you can create it categories the same as pinterest how do you see social platforms like instagram trying to replicate what pinterest does but of course it's never gonna be the same but you can see that they are leveraging from what you guys yeah. are doing so well and trying to engage as well within their platform can you talk a little bit about yeah, it yeah I, i think it's the greatest form of flattery okay 100%, it's so true it's, it's the greatest that. form of flattery. i always we say that it. as well when people say what do you think about that do this i can say <laughs> i'm very flattering just keep doing it it, 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 it is um i i don't it's it's not something that we I would say worry about or anything like that because I think people come to Instagram and people come to Pinterest for very different, different reasons. Different reasons, right? And, and and yeah, sometimes I'll scroll through Instagram Reels and I'll see something that inspires me or whatever else. But it's also amongst things that are making me laugh and things that are, are kind of shocking me as well. I think we we talk a lot about the industry in terms of brand like. Yeah, others in the industry essentially that are serving content that is about keeping you on the platform, right? And and they're there to shock you and maybe outrage you or maybe like entertain you more than you've ever been entertained before, right? Yeah. That that kind of shock economy is not Big something time. we want to be a part of at all because it, it does like you you, you see reels of of someone fighting someone or or you see something that like explicit and you like it's not where you really want to be like that's not an inspiring so place to be true. i'm not looking at that kind of content and then going right let's think about my dream house or let's think about my wedding no like i've been i've just been like sucked in by this fight or something that's happened and i can't look away because i'm shocked by it and it and and shock keeps people on right that's 100%. it just works yeah And that that is not something we want to be a part of. So I, I it's not. I think it's. I think it's brilliant that Instagram do that. I think it's great. <laughs> do I, I think it's a, a problem in terms of of, of our audiences and, and things like that? No, because it's all like as I talk, again. I talk about social is, media diets. We use it all, right? We use it all, and we and need think, because they they serve for different purposes. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And I think what Pinterest shouts about Instagram is like whispering. Not to compare the two, but it's I think. True. It's very rare. I will go back and double dip into my saved items on Instagram, but I'm consistently adding to my Pinterest boards. It might be a month apart. It might be a year apart. It might be seven years later, but that board is still there. And I think the fact that the platform was a part of people's lives almost forever, because I think I've had social media for like a decade or longer. I've deleted every single platform bar Pinterest at least once in my life. And I think the fact that consumers have this platform where it's very much like your happy social media you go That's there true. for like your happiness kicks like i want to learn how to bake brownies i want to plan my wedding when i'm 12 years old or i want to see how i'm going to decorate my room for next spring and i think having a platform that's so like evergreen is like really exciting from both like a consumer point of view but then also as an advertiser it's the inspirational and the intention yeah. that you talked a lot about it data data is so important for brands for creators but also for pinterest when you look at data what's the most important metric for for pinterest when it comes to engage with the users 
is the views is the time on the platform it's yeah. just like what is the key data for you to to yeah. measure the success of the platform yeah i, th- I it, it's it's definitely not time on platform okay because because that is again it we want you on there realizing the things you want and then off going and doing them that, yeah. that's really it's so important to us to be thinking about users in in that way and not i think tech companies can can so quickly move to a place where they're very focused on advertisers and shareholders yeah. and whatever else and, and the user kind of gets left behind a bit but i think at pinterest it's that ensuring that we that users are getting the tools that they need to realize their their life and stuff like that and in, in the way that they want to is so important to us so I think actually what's what's the most important thing is just general engagement and content. Like we we talk so much about actually organic content, for example. Yeah. It's not about necessarily recency of your posts, be them idea pins or or statics or whatever. It's about if if that content is relevant to what people are searching. And and it's as simple as that. And I think that ultimately is is really really powerful and that's the most i would say important thing to us is quality of content on platform and, and supporting and helping people do the things they want to do i think like especially for new brands trying to get onto the platform just the wealth of data that is available on pinterest it's like because people are on the platform for so long there are so many different ways you can like find your ideal customers like are they 18 to 24 do we even need to be limited by demographics is it more like their interests and categories or should be going down the keywords and i think if because data is so important it's really key for like i think a really great way for like new brands to like start exploring, start exploring who is their customer salary. base on pinterest couldn't have said about myself customer base gen z millennials both it's everyone is everyone like the question team is saying mara i stopped talking <laughs> <laughs> Future, what can we expect from Pinterest? That will be my last question. What's okay. we, what we can expect from Pinterest coming next? I mean, this this year, Pinterest, I think, have launched more advertising products than they ever have. And it's really, really exciting. Amazing. Like we've got new, new kind of areas for brands, as well as kind of editorial opportunities and things like that around our search bar. We're looking at new things like quiz ads, which essentially would be quiz ads. Yeah, uh, essentially um that there is just there is so much brilliant and exciting products coming and i think it's it's such a great time to be on pinterest amazing thank you so much for being here i could stay more half an hour but apparently i can so we every now every guest i'm saying we need to do episode two uh because i was so interested this conversation and i still have a lot to to cover <laughs> but uh it's the 30 minutes that never is enough but matthew thank you so much for taking the time to be here what a wonderful conversation i've learned a lot and b thank you so much for being here with me today and thank you everyone that's been listening to us today and you know keep coming back to our influencer marketing uncover podcast we really appreciate you and if you're not yet following us, please make sure you do on Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. And looking forward to see you all in our next episode. And thank you again so much for keeping tuning with us. And thank you both again. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.